Grab your cocktail shaker, kick back, and get ready for the big fat party. Greg and his band of unintelligibles are back mixing, drinking, reviewing, and discussing Bloody Marys and all that goes with them. My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you'll never drink alone. Welcome to the award-winning My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you will never drink alone. A special hello to all our new listeners and a half ass to our regular listeners. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're coming to you from the studios of the Bloody Mary concert series, and we are being fueled heavily by the Lacrosse mm. Distilling Company's Field Notes Vodka. So good. Whose corn based vodka is just that 100% Midwestern organic yellow dent corn. Besides the yeast and the enzymes that they use to break down the sugars in the corn, there is nothing else used to make this spirit. It is double distilled and filtered for a nice, easy finish. I am Mike Scott, Greg Tux, your host lackey, um, and uh, we're, we're happy to be back uh, on the air and uh, drinking with all you fine folks oh, out there. God. It's, you know, people would never guess, but this is actually kind of fun. Yeah, record. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like fingers on a chalkboard for the <laughs> listeners, but Mike and I, we yeah, have such a good time yeah, we with We do these. have a good time. And the fuel is doesn't hurt. Right? Right. We think we're really funny and clever. Most people are just fast-forwarding to get to Lynn anyway, but uh, yeah. well, that's the way it goes. See how that goes today. Uh, yeah, so what have we been up to? We've been having some fun on social media, right? Yes, we have. Uh, we posed another question out there. Um and we got a lot of responses uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Um, and <laughs> what was the question? Oh, oh you're out of vodka. What, oh, yes. What, what is the spirit? And, yes. and we could kind of almost segue that into today's Agatha Whiskey, because that is one that came up. I was surprised how many people wanted to do their, their bloody with the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. not a bad if you haven't tried it. Yes. No, it's very good. But yeah. anyway, our question for today is... Uh, what is your favorite whiskey drink? Whiskey drink. Yeah, we're reviewing a book called Agatha Whiskey. And so I put this question out and, uh, yeah, we got a ton of answers. And I know you you spend probably a little more time on the Bloody Mary Enthusiasts Unite. Uh, I, I like to go there, too. But uh, I was spending more time with the Friends of My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast. And, uh, you yeah, know, these are folks that all, I think, listen to the podcast. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so. And, I, you know, I've even bumped into a few people that uh, did hear it and uh, were uh, mm, kind of thought it was funny that we called them out. But uh, I'll, I'll give a few from, from the friends of my Big Fat Bloody Mar- uh, Mary podcast. Matt Randall says his favorite whiskey drink is neat. All Just right. Pour, That's real easy. Pour it in a glass. I know how to make that. Yeah, right. I, I, even I won't fuck that up. Uh, and then he mentions that the Manhattan is his number two. Uh, Roger Holt, Dickel number 12. Now, some of these are actual brands. Brands, yes. And I assume Roger's not that concerned about, uh, you know, the, the cherry syrup with the tonic water. I mean, he, he just wants to get right to it as well. <laughs> uh, Mike Haworth, whiskey sour in the summer or whiskey coke. Uh, nice. Or whiskey on the rocks, but any of those would be great any time of the year. I'm kind of with Mike on that. Whiskey sour is my jam in the summertime, for sure. 
Um, this one throws me a little bit. Char, Char Ferris Bunch says whiskey and OJ. Ooh, yeah. I I asked her, is that even legal? I, I'm not sure about that. That does not sound pleasant. Uh, you know what, though? I'll try anything once. There, there's going to be some time where I'm out of sour or I'm out whatever, and I'm going to look at that orange juice and go, Char says you, you can do it. I'll try it. All right. Yeah. And this one came up a couple times. Christine Carlson said, with ginger ale. Oh, sure. I've, that is good. Yeah. I've had that, too. Um, Perry Sex Hour. Uh, he weighed in last week, too. Um, Manhattan is in the winter. The mint julep is his summer. Ah. Mm-hmm. Almost springtime, maybe, around the derby. Yep. I'm mostly, uh, you know, I do that for derby day, and then I'm yeah. pretty much done for the year. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Jessica Cop Lepold says, back in my younger days, I would enjoy it on the rocks. If I'm not having a brandy old-fashioned, I do a whiskey old-fashioned. Now, yeah, the old-fashioned came up uh, quite a bit. Some other yahoo came on uh, who is supposedly a group expert and said <laughs> Manhattan. I'm not going to give his name to, uh, just because of uh, privacy requirements, but his initials because are he's an Mike Scott. <laughs> Those are his initials. <laughs> Susan Briggs Nor. Uh, oh, oh, she was commenting on your uh, fancy photo. Yeah. Yes, yes. I did a little what meme or whatever. Yep. Jeff Reichert likes uh, Jack and Coke. Uh, David Podesky likes Brandy Neat. Okay, well, I'm not sure he is. He making a statement there that he doesn't like whiskey, or or did he kind of miss the question? I don't know. Jody Parks Ruse. Old-fashioned. Um, yeah. Oh, I lo- okay. Susan Briggs-Nor comes back from commenting on, on your contribution and says her favorite whiskey drink <laughs> is the one that you dump out and fill with wine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not evolved enough. <laughs> or oh, maybe man. evolved too much, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, how about one more here? This one's got a little bit more detail now. Roger Holt came back in and said, I used to make my own, preferred no ice, but you make the call, get a huge tumbler, maybe a super large Welch's jelly glass, <laughs> three to four ounces of Dickel number 12, two ounce of Kahlua, fill the glass with juicy juice cherry. Now, didn't I just refer to cherry? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you now have a chocolate cheery. Enjoy. Oh, interesting. A couple of those will knock you on your ass, my friend. Get the guitars out. <laughs> and we are going to do that. We got a I, you know what? I'm going to add one more. Uh, no, we are short on time. Well, uh, let me add just one more. All right, all right. It is seasonal. We are into the fall season. Oh, and yeah, what's it. happening in the grocery stores is you can pick up fresh apple cider. So if you can get fresh apple cider, take uh, two jiggers of bourbon and uh, some ice and put that on top. And that is quite delicious. Done it. Another option is to, I I make uh, bourbon balls, uh, the ice. Oh, yeah. Bourbon ball, the ice balls. Isn't Uh, that what your wife calls you? (laughs) Are you going to mow the lawn bourbon balls? (laughs) Speaking of obscure profanity. No, I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, But I have taken that fresh apple cider and put that into the bourbon ball mold and frozen it. Oh. 
And then you put in, uh, you know, oh, I like it. four fingers of bourbon and then put that uh, uh, frozen apple cider ball in there and let it slowly dissolve. You are fancy. Quite lovely. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I've made those... Uh, yeah, we call them apple jacks. You know, we were uh, there was a period of t- I had a an apple jack phase, and yeah, that, that's a good one. So yeah, some fun ideas. Thank thanks everyone for uh, weighing in and, and sharing your your preferences and some cool ideas there. And we're gonna have another question for next week, but I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Oh, what? Oh, you're gonna. Put it on, wait to put it on social media, is that what you're saying? Correct. So okay. I'm going to yeah, challenge people to go onto one of those groups to, to find out. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't hear it here just yet. I'm playing around with this. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. <laughs> um, last episode, we did that Mosasa magic pepper sauce. And it was oh, good. Oh, God, I like that stuff a lot. Have you finished that bottle yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. Not quite yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you come up with a word of the day? Yes, uh, the word of the day. I, you know, I really think that we are getting quite sophisticated. Oh, no we are shit. Re- reviewing a book. I mean. Yeah, we're like NPR now. We are. Really? Yeah, we should talk softer, yeah. softer yeah. tones. Yeah. So, uh, our, <laughs> our uh, well, our, our word for the day is book. Book. Yeah. Of all things. I like to read books. (laughs) Ellen, you've said it three times now. Our listeners are already wasted, just like us now. (laughs) Maybe they'll think we're funny if they hear the word book enough. I am a periodic reader. I go Mm -hmm. in stages. I'll read a bunch, and then it goes away. Are you an avid reader? Screw you. You know I'm illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) I no same here, but I have to confess I've been on a quite a dry spell uh, until reading this book. I don't think I had cracked open a book and read one end to the other for oh, I'm embarrassed to say probably five months or something like that. But but then yeah, I'll get I'll find an author or something or rediscover right someone and but a lot of the reading I do is on a computer screen. Okay, I'm going to shoot this question at you. First book that comes to mind, a book that blew your mind that you you could not stop reading. Um, yeah, you know, I would love to say it was Homer's Iliad, which I do love that book, but that would be the cool answer. Okay. Honestly, it was probably a Stephen King novel. When I got out of college, so you know when you're in college, you don't feel like you can read that pulp pulpy fiction stuff. So as soon as I graduated, yes, I graduated from college, believe it or not, um, I went on a jag where I just read novels that were not important literary right. pieces. And I, right. I read like almost every Stephen King novel. And that one um, with the clown in the sewer. It. it. Oh, yeah. That one, oh my God. Yeah, I would flash back to different scenes and you. Yeah, I've had a few sleepless nights after, yeah. uh, while in the midst of a Stephen King book. Yeah. They yeah. are damn creepy. Yeah. You, you got one? I got one. The one I, I will never forget. I started, someone recommended uh, Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Oh. Uh, and I had, a, I, you know, I had young kids at the house, you know, I have two sons, and it's a father and a son, post-apocalyptic. Yeah. I stayed up all night. Oh. 
all night so I could finish it. Oh, I was there's there's one called On the Road. That's the is that Kerouac? That's Jack Kerouac. Jack Kerouac. Yes. Yeah, okay. But yes. this is this different. Is, and it's just called The Road. The Road. And yeah. they made a movie about it, but yeah. I have never seen it because the book disturbed me so much yeah. that I never want to see images really? that were made from okay. that. I now I have to book. read it. I am going to start yeah, get that book Reading for Dummies and learn how. <laughs> Hopefully it's on an audio <laughs> audio book. I have to say, that's kind of where I am right now. Really? Um, yeah. You know, my eyes are getting old and tired. Oh, and uh, I fall just, asleep. Just now. read to me. Just. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, obscure profanity. I thought, you know what? I've been working you pretty hard. I went out and I grabbed one myself. You did? Yes, I did. Okay. And I had to go back into antiquity. Boy, that's antiquity. And uh, the word is yarbles. 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 Yes. It's I a got noun. kicked right in the yarbles. Oh, so you know it all. Oh, is it, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. It, it is testicles. And where it, uh, the reference is uh, from the movie Clockwork Orange. Sure. They, they use that expression and... Uh, that oh. was the first time, I guess... That had ever been used. The, well, the particular scholar that I follow, it was the first instance they were aware of. So. Okay. Yeah. And is that the scene where he's singing Sing in the Rain and he's beating the hell out of that oh, to the couple? Stanley Kubrick, man. What yeah. Do they, right? I, mean, I love the movie, though. No time for the old in-and-out love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, you know, you and I were swearing like sailors before, as we were setting up, and I got thinking about profanity. Yes. Um, I got a question for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> when you hit your uh, finger with a hammer, what comes out? Like, what's? You know uh, what I mean? oh, oh, that's easy for me. There yeah. is either my. I have two go tos. Hold on, for our sensitive listeners, get over it. You've chosen the wrong <laughs> right. podcast. Sorry, <laughs> so wham. Uh, probably not with a hammer, but my, uh, the, my, one of them is, damn it, and you gotta, you yeah. gotta stretch it out a little bit, it can't be, damn it, it can't be, it's gotta be, damn it, yeah. gotta, it's gotta last a while, <laughs> and then my, my other favorite is fuck sticks. <laughs> I know a few of those, there is, oh god, there's, so, well, you know, one I like that I find myself using a lot, and I think it's British, is bugger. Oh wow! You know, it's kind of like the That's F word. Or, swearing. Damn it! That bugger count. I suppose not. <laughs> but okay, I am gonna uh, let my hair down and, and confess that that is going to be the question. Now we'll we'll see who gets kicked off of Facebook. But that <laughs> <laughs> that's next week's question. What is what's your favorite profanity? <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> we're gonna, you know, we're just gonna be beeped out the whole. Half of the podcast. <laughs> hey, I, you know, didn't cause George Carlin any problems, so I'm sure we'll be fine. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Uh, the seven, I still have those memorized. Yeah, the seven, seven things you can't the seven. You know, he was, he was arrested in Milwaukee uh, for that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I like the two-way words. You know, there's some that you can't say, but then there's those two-way words, like prick. You know, you yeah. can prick your finger, but you cannot finger your prick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, any other profane, profane thoughts, Mike, you want to share before we get you on to I our think we're done. book we review? Educated okay. the masses enough. Excellent. So you're the guy that knows how to read. Right. So I gave you the book. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, 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 we both have gone through it. And uh, we're going to, one of the things, well, 
go ahead, set it up, would you? Well, it really is. It is a beautiful book, uh, nice hardcover, uh, small, compact, uh, not exactly you put in your pocket, um, but it's Agatha Whiskey by Colleen Mullaney, nice Irish name. Uh, the photography is from Jack Douche. Douche? I think it's Deutsch. Deutsch? Isn't that how Deutsch? what, uh, what yeah. German is in German? See, I can, okay, I, I can do the Irish names, but the, the yeah. German names throw me off. Yeah. And it's subtitled 50 Cocktails to Celebrate the Best-Selling Novelist of All Time. Agatha Christie is the best-selling novelist of all time. Apparently. I did not know that. I did not know that. Apparently. Wow. Yeah, it nice little book, Skyhorse Publishing, and uh, the photographs really are. Um, Mr. Deutsch did a, a, a great job with those. A lot of them are just downright mouth-watering. Yes, and, and yeah, some of these. Uh, now, I'm not a big Agatha Christie fan, so I'm sure I'm not understanding a lot of the nuances of the, these names. They're clever. Um, but it, I, I save... do know that one of it, her famous uh, characters is Perot. The French detective. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. So there is a Perot's White Christmas. There is a sparkling cyanide, which I think would be great for a Halloween party. <laughs> uh, and a pocket full of rosé. Uh, Bloody Mary in the library, which is what we mixed up for today. Yes, or at yes, least we did. did. And I had um, nothing to do with it. I can't wait to drink it. And uh, then uh, the um, Hercules Hurricane. Is another one. Um, so these aren't all whiskey drinks necessarily, no. but it, it was a nice little play on words for the title. And, yes. Uh, yeah, it's an it is a nice little book, and I I've, we've tried a couple of them here during the week, and the one that we're going to be drinking today, obviously, is that what was it, the Bloody Mary in the library? Bloody Mary in the library, which yes. seems to harken back to like the game of Clue or something. I um, think so. Professor yeah, some, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Should we, you want one? The, I the would like one. Yeah, I can hook I you up. Like one. Enough of the garnish. Let's get to the drink. So I found this recipe kind of interesting, and hopefully I won't get sued, but I'm going to just take a screenshot or a photograph of it. Okay. Because I'm too lazy to transcribe. And, your... and we'll put it on the, yeah. Then wait for the official letter from Jack Deutsch's uh, attorney. <laughs> right. Maybe. We'll see. But it'll be on the show notes. And uh, I've mentioned this before, but if people want to see our, well, transcript, you're not going to see everything we said. We don't, I, I don't transcribe everything, but the basic structure and some of the links and so forth and photographs, go to mybigfatbloodymary.com. And I will put a picture of this. Uh, recipe, and it's not—it's not a terribly. It's kind of a traditional recipe. Yes, it a is. A couple things jumped out. Uh, how about I pour you one first? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, we've mixed it up into a quart jar, which is just using their exact proportions, and we actually took out measuring spoons and. And it ends up filling a complete quart to make two. So just doubling this recipe. Okay. Yeah. Vodka is already on board. That'll save us some time. Looks and, good. Yeah, we've gone ahead and rimmed the uh, glass with celery salt, as per the recipe. 
Kevin, you know, I like mixing stuff in a mason jar because you can just shake it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And you're good to go. We're not even breaking out the uh, cocktail spoon today. All right. Well, here is to Agatha Christie. Yeah. Here's looking at you. Couple things that I will uh, comment on: the ratio of vodka to tomato juice. Impressive. <laughs> Could, do you have it in front of you there? Yes, I do. So six ounces of vodka is being mixed. Yeah, with... that's a that's a what a sixteen ounce glass, and I, roughly that's half vodka. That's a, that's a lot. I've done it. I, I I I like your style, Colleen. I, I really know. do. Right. And then uh, eight ounces of tomato juice or or V eight is right. So just a little bit less vodka than tomato juice. And you know, one thing I also noticed: there's a fair amount of horseradish, pretty good pour of fresh lemon juice, but there is no hot sauce in here. Yeah. So I took a swig there and. Yeah, there, there's really no heat. There's the horseradish, but... Yes. Mm, and you can I, definitely taste that horseradish. Oh, um, yeah. it's And you can see it. I mean, the, yes. the look of it is kind of a lighter color, maybe because vodka is light in color. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there's a fair amount of pepper, too. You, you look at the show notes, you, you'll see. Um, the one ingredient that I don't think I put in a bloody... And it's just a couple of pinches is paprika. Yeah, I saw noticed that here. That I had not seen, ever yeah. seen that before. I would love to tell you that I can pick up hints of it. I, I can't. There, there's so much going on with the vodka and the horseradish and the black pepper. Um, but interesting. I'm going to play around with paprika, like learning how to pronounce it. For example. <laughs> that would be fun. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of it, Mike? I think it's good. You know, I uh, mm-hmm. I like the horseradish. Um, I do. I, I actually I I was expecting it to be. Uh, I was expecting to not be very impressed, but I am. I yeah. think it's pretty good. I would like to add a few dashes of hot sauce into it. Yeah, uh, personally, but. Yep, I, and I would. Uh, there's a little bit left here, and so for our, if we have another one. I'm sure we'd never have a second one. No. I, I might have a couple of hot sauces laying around that we can uh, add. But, yeah, I think I would do that, too. But it does have, it It makes me think of just kind of an old-fashioned, you know, uh, Bloody Mary that, that someone maybe who doesn't drink a lot of them would kind of expect for that morning cocktail after a, a late night or something. Yes. Uh, it's fresh with a lot of that the lemon juice. Yes. And, uh, yeah. No, it's the pretty good. Lemon and the horseradish. Uh, it reminds me of uh, cocktail sauce. It like does, yeah. The horseradish is always yes. Yep, I agree. But good. I would just hit it with a little heat. Yeah, and then... yeah. And well, maybe we're missing a little heat, but the, there's something we are definitely missing. I am from Wisconsin, Greg. Where the hell is my beer chaser? Oh my god. <laughs> We are missing our chaser. Let us not Let's forget see what we where have. We are. Whoa, that I, looks interesting. I reached back and uh, we did this one other time. It's the Pearl Street Brewery, which, by the way, right upstairs from there is On Three Printing. Awesome. They make my t shirts and they make my stickers. I just got a batch of a thousand of those bad boys. And go to mybigfatbloodymary.com or my big fat bloody Mary sticker in a Google search, you'll find it. 
I, pl- I practically give them away, you know. Well, I literally do when I'm at events like I was uh, yesterday at the uh, Bloody Mary Festival in St. Paul. We, I could go on about that. It was really fun, but I handed them out like business cards. But um, nice. So those are coming. But Pearl Street Brewery's got this. It's called Haze, and it is an IPA. It's a hazy IPA, but it has just a hint of vanilla orange. Oh. Which sounds crazy. It's going to pair well with the lemon in the... Uh, I think so. I don't know. hell do I know? There you are. Boy, wow, that is a golden beer. That is beautiful. Mm. Mm. That is a dreamsicle. <laughs> <laughs> I like That's it. That's what that is. Hmm. That is good. You know, I had a party one time, and I ordered, I think it was a hat or quarter barrel of this stuff. I, you know, I went and sampled it first, and I thought, I bet you everyone's going to like this. You know, that maybe the gals that sometimes want to go with a little bit lighter or even you know, these hard cider, you know, but, but it's, it's not a frou-frou. It's a beer. Oh, it is, yeah. It's a hazy IPA, and it, it, there isn't, like... A bunch of flavor that's going to put off, I don't think, a traditional beer drinker. Yeah, I, I like it against the bloody, too. Was it you who was telling me about someone who was like a, was like a country music artist? Someone gave him an IPA, and he's like, ooh. Oh, that was Dale. Got a little bit too much perfume. <laughs> yep, that was Dale Watson. Yeah, saw him here in La Crosse, actually. Oh, my God. Well... I don't know if you've ever seen him live, but he does this thing. He's he's a Texas guy, and and um, he always refers to Lone Star beer. And he he does a thing where he holds it up and time for a drink of Lone Star beer. And then there's this little ding. <laughs> so he's maybe partial to. Uh, I, I think that's a lager. But yeah, somebody uh, gave him a six pack during the show, and he popped one open. And he took a drink, and it was uh, oh, I know what it was. Um, Oh my God! Um, it's that one with the fish on the, on the front of it. It's in a, a pretty heavy IPA. Um, I like it. <sighs> uh, to, was it Two Hearted Ale? No. Yes, thank you. That's it. Oh, two Hearted. Wow, it was okay. a Two Hearted. Why I remember that, I have no idea. My kids' birthdays? Hell if I know. <laughs> but it, it was a Two Hearted Ale that uh, did not appeal to Dale. God, I'm rhyming like Paul Simon. Listen to that. So, yeah, I I like this book, and I like this recipe. I, I agree with you. I would probably put some kind of little bit of heat. Yep. You know? uh, let me ask you, what? Uh, I know you didn't use V8, so what, what kind of tomato oh, juice did you yeah. use? I was going to say, they, they say you can use V8 or tomato juice. I use Sacramento. That's, that's my yes. go-to tomato juice. Yep. If I'm not on a Clamato jag, which sometimes, right. you know, let's not get people started. Yes. <laughs> people do not care for that. That's uh, good. That, I, I would assume that the sodium is pretty low in the Sacramento. Oh, oh I wish I could tell you off the top of my head, but uh, it's lower than most of the mixes that we, yeah. we review, that's oh, for sure. sure. I'll bet it's probably 550 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, well, let's skip the whole would you buy it thing because 
I don't see a price on this book anywhere. <laughs> but it's, is it something you'd want to put in your library? It is, because I have yeah. books that are somewhat similar. Um, one is, but it's a different publishing company, but very similar kind yeah. of a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a book uh, called uh, Gone with Gone with the... the yeah, Gone with the Gin, Gin yeah. which is kind of based on movies, and then another one, Tequila Mockingbird. Yeah, that's clever um, shit. Right and there. again, just uh, kind yeah. of based on, on, yeah. on those. Yeah, yeah, I, I like this, and I, I, it's been a long time. It might have been before you were even. I don't know. You hopped on one or two back well, back in the old days. We did review a couple of books, and I've got about I don't know ten. Uh, books related to cocktails in, in my in my kitchen. A couple of them are more coffee table type, but some hardbound with lots of recipes. And yeah, I can't wait to add that yeah. to the collection. And yeah, you know, I did find a price. It's nineteen ninety nine, so twenty bucks mm. um, for the. And it is a it's a beautiful hardcover, and it's you know yeah. it's going to last you a long time. You know, I don't I, think you buy a book a hard hardbound book for less than twenty. Probably. Right? Yeah, that's pretty much what you're. Yeah. What you're going to be paying? Right. Um, yeah, you know, I think I don't know. I I fifty fifty if I would buy it. Um, you know, I when it comes to yeah. cookbooks and recipe things, I was like, eh, I'm just an online guy. Guy, I'm not buying cookbooks anymore or yeah. recipe books. Yep, I, and I am a short attention span. Guy, so I do have a few cookbooks, you know, like the the Joy of Cooking and the Betty Crocker cookbook. Okay. Some of those classics, standards, yes. And uh, you know, I will pull them open to get ideas, but I cannot follow a full recipe. I, you know, I get the idea. Okay, so we're gonna brown that, and then we're gonna throw the crushed right. tomatoes, or you know. So I mean, I have these. But yeah, this is one that would be nice. I think it would be fun. I'll tell you. Here's what I would do. Buy this book if it sounds interesting. You're going to find recipes you wouldn't have thought of. And play a little game where you take turns. I did this with my kids. I have four boys that I know of. And uh, we would take turns choosing a soup. I have a book that's just all soups. And each ter- each week, uh, one of the boys would it'd be their turn to choose something. It was a lot of fun. This would be a fun book to do that way. I have another idea for this book because it is wrapped around, you know, the great. You're not going to tell me to shove it up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you do that all the time. Okay, so I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, you could. Uh, around, and usually around, you know, as we're moving into the season of Halloween, people mm. have murder mystery parties. This would be a fun oh. little. Uh, yep. Yeah, and we do a little neighborhood thing but where. I don't know, the gal at the end of the block, Lynn Miller, will prepare a cocktail, and then it'll come to the next person who will do an appetizer, and then next door. Uh, I know Zona's an avid listener. You know, she'll make a, some other dish. And, oh, okay. So, oh, I mean, you, you could do a little neighborhood. We used to call that a, um, what was that? Uh, we did a mean happy hour? Or a... Well, that, that too, Bourbon Street Party. Oh, where that was more of a college thing, you know, like the different fraternities would all like we're doing Wapatuli, and then you go down to the next one, and you know, and they're doing heroin or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and so the entertainment, and we're not going to have Lynn Miller; she's taking the day off. Oh, yeah, okay. no, she is getting some. Um, 
aftermarket work done. She's getting a breast enhancement, and then she's getting um, uh, a glute implant. So okay. I, I hope she doesn't mind that I shared that. But uh, we're going to have another. And so we've started doing these patio jams again. And Mike, uh, Mike comes and brings his washboard, and uh, we pass around a guitar. And you never know who's going to show up and what they have. But uh, we had Mike Cockhut and, and Nancy and Jesse from Mr. Blink here. And uh, I caught a few songs. So I'm going to throw another one of those on. That's going to be our, our entertainment. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I think people are going to like that. And next week... Uh, do you remember what the hell we have next week? Buddy? Next week we have a, a hot sauce. It is a raspberry hot sauce out of the Trade Street Jam Company. Uh-huh. And they are out of, where are they from? They are from Refrigerate After Opening. Oh, no, sure. Oh, I, you know, I was there last uh, for spring break one time. <laughs> it's colder than usual, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Oh, it's too small. I well, you know what? We can tear into that next week when we yes. give it the full once over. Boy, oh boy, we are. I can't believe how many hot sauces we, we've got in the hopper right now. I think we're going to. I think this autumn is going to be the autumn of hot sauces uh, so i'm i'm stoked i'm i'm excited uh you know we always uh use the og the bloody darn good mix as our our base and we'll add the hot sauce to that to kind of get a feel for it and then then we try it with different maybe some chicken wings maybe cottage cheese a hard-boiled egg whatever those are fun so yeah yeah, a lot of those coming up. You know what i i want to uh you, you always provide uh the accoutrement uh-huh. Uh, but uh, one of these days, I would like to make my uh, my mother makes these. They're called Brewer Chicken Wings, because she would oh, make these when yeah. we would go to tailgate for Milwaukee Brewer games. And I want to I want to make those one time when yep. we're reviewing a hot sauce, and we'll have those. Maybe I won't even ha- have the door locked when you get here on that day. <laughs> Mike Mike had to. Uh... Really pound hard to get into the studio today. I just kind of spaced out. <laughs> well, I passed out. <laughs> it really happened. Well, after a few smelling salts, he came to it. You know, nice. yeah, I'm, right? I'm used to that. I'm almost, oh, I'm immune to pepper spray, you know. <laughs> I've built up a tolerance. Uh, okay, well, let's, let's get on to having another bloody, and let's let our listeners check Step out. Step out onto the Mr. Blink, and I, every now and again, I like to throw this out there because this has touched my life and a lot of people I know too. If you've got a problem with alcohol or you know someone that that does, don't face it alone. And I always put a link right on the show notes on mybigfatbloodymary.com to uh, aa.org. So encourage you to do that if if uh, you think that might help. So let's turn it over to uh, Mike and the gang, Mr. Blink. Awesome. Well, that ought to hold the little bastards for a while. Well, all right. This is the song off our album, Shine, and here's a story about this song. When I was in the military, I used to work on F-4 jets, and in the bottom of the jet, there's a missile well adapter. And one time, the missile well adapter fell on my finger, and it cut the little bit of my finger off. So I was sad, so I wrote a song. You might think this is a song about unrequited love, but no, it's about my finger. One. Two, 
Damn. Yeah. Sorry about your finger, Mike. Yeah. It's not your fault, man. So sad. Never heard an ode to a finger before. <laughs> about time you did. I hope you have nothing going on next Sunday either. See you then for another Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast. <laughs>